into the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on this show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Also hit the notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever we release a new Into the Smowdown Galaxy episode and when we release a new Galaxy Geeks React episode. Also, if you like us on the podcast feed, you can give us a five-star review and comment on the video with your thoughts. We'd love to hear what you guys like to think about our show. Also, you can follow the Galaxy Geeks at Galaxy Geeks one on Twitter and at Galaxy Geeks EL on Instagram. Now that the preamble done, I am your host, Elon McKay, and joining me as always, he is the Grace Hancock to my Jay Washington. He is Luke Studded. Luke, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, you know, messing with my camera like I always do recently. Especially when we are currently doing a live recording. <laughs> oh, you you love it. You know I, you don't don't dislike it. I know it is good to have the show work well. I got to get a prop now. I got my prop pencil. So, it overall, let's just talk about this past week overall before we even get into any of the topics. I felt like this week was a strong week for the Smodown. Honestly, I love this week. This week yeah. was really fun. I felt like the show really was moving this week. I really like Danger Guy. Oh, as 100%. A commentator. I, there was a moment. Um, since this is not during the main match of the week, I want to bring this up. Did you notice his acting face when he said Jessica instead of Jen for the Robert Parker Chandru match? No, I did not catch that. Oh, yeah. When he said, he said Jessica, I mean, Jen, Jen, not Jessica. Jen. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what does that mean? Because it's like, it's one thing to make a mistake and then correct yourself, but then it's another to go into the mistake and like go into a trance. And I was like, wait a second, there's something there I can notice when acting is happening and that's happening now. But yeah. I love the acting. Yeah, 100%. I feel like only one match was sort of a letdown, but even then it was a great match. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and first off, if you notice on this video, we now have a new introduction to the show. Yes, we used it on, we actually used it earlier in the day for the five o'clock Galaxy Geeks React video, which you can go watch right now. It is live. It is me reacting to the second part of Smodown versus reacting to John Roca versus Ben Bateman 2. It was one heck of a match to react. And also, if you want to see how I did, especially in round number one, even though I spoiled it a little bit last week, if you want to actually see the actual excitement on my face, go watch it right now. It's live as, as well as all the other reaction videos. So please go give them a watch. Hey, we're trying to upgrade upgrade the channel each week. I'm obsessed. I have obsession issues, so that's he why we is, keep upgrading. He is so obsessed to the point where he was like today, he was like, Eli, you gotta you gotta go watch some videos and you gotta gotta find stuff to help us and grow the channel. I'm like, calm calm down, calm down, calm down. It's okay. Take a deep breath in, deep breath out. Hey, I'm having fun with this. This is a fun time. I love doing the art for it. I mean it's been mm -hmm. interesting. I mean, everyone loves the art. I love the art. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do. Hold on. Let me let me look at the matches. Yeah, I'm curious what you're going to do with the Lawn versus Chance match. 
curious what that, that should poster be fun. Is. Curious what poster you're going to be using for that. Uh, I don't even know yet. Well, as you're thinking about it, we'll go. We'll start our show proper and get into the first topic of discussion for the day, which is, as always, our rookie of the week, Luke. Show the people out there who our rookie of the week is this week. Our rookie of the week is Griffin Newman. Why yes. did you pick him? Griffin Newman, well, he's going to have a match this week, for one. That was one reason why I picked him. A second reason is because of a recent trailer that dropped this past weekend. I don't know if you saw it. It was for the new Masters of the Universe Revelation yes. show. The reason yes. why I'm mentioning that is because Griffin Newman is actually playing Orko in that show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's I had no going, idea. He was actually campaigning to play the role. So Griffin Newman, as you all know at this point, he's a very famous actor, or at least in my opinion, he's a famous actor. He played Arthur in the Tick series. He actually appeared, yep. for fun thing for us, he appeared in a Supergirl episode. Was it earlier or later in the show? It was Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1. Okay, so so I watched it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and I watched it together. It, he was yeah, yeah. the um, game, the trivia night host. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and also he's about to play Orko in the new Masters of the Universe series. So he's he's been dabbling in the geek sphere, specifically to us. He's been dabbling in it for a while, and now he's about to play one of the most prolific characters in Masters of the Universe, which can I Orko, just say that Orko trailer one of my was amazing? Oh, a hundred percent. If we're going to go on a little side tangent and talk about this trailer, I was literally right before we started the show, I was watching a little bit of Fat Man Beyond where Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin were talking about the trailer and how it was the person that hired him, Kevin Smith, the person that hired him, um, think his name was ted i can't remember his last name because it was a name i could not remember but how it was him that chose um holding out for a hero and not kevin smith for that trailer uh, which again that song perfect for the episode well, for the trailer it made me feel like a kid again it made me I feel know. like that that saturday morning cartoon like those epic shows where you had men being men and battle and I mean and all of that. I grew up with the original '80s cartoon. By grew up, I mean I watched a lot of reruns on Boomerang. But at the same yeah. time, I grew up with the 2002 show as well. Yes, me too. So it's like I've gotten both versions, and now we're getting this. So I'm excited for Masters of the Universe. But uh -huh. getting away from that tangent, back to the Smodown, which, think <laughs> about it, Masters of the Universe is sort of connected to the Smodown because Kevin Smith, Mark Bernardin, Griffin Newman. I mean, it's all connected. Christian Harvaloff's obsessed with the franchise. I, I can't find it anymore, but I found the treatment that Mark Riley wrote, but I oh. never actually read it. I, was, I read, I think, maybe the first mm. page. But it was like an entire thing for like the way they described it is Lord of the Rings meets Star Wars. Boom. Masters oh, of the that'd Universe. Be so cool. I know. I would All love right, to let's see that. Let's actually get back to our yes. show. <laughs> but yes, Griffin Newman, you are the person we have chosen to be our rookie of the week. We are very much looking forward to seeing what you do for the Finsock Exchange. Except for this week, you're gonna everyone's gonna understand why I say that because 
someone I prefer is playing him this week, but we're going to get into that later. So now that we're done with Rookie of the Week, we're going to go into our Player of the Week, which this week it was very hard to choose who was Player of the Week, in my opinion. Not, not, not for me as much, but Player of the Week is Thomas Harper. Yes, the new number one contender for the Star Wars Championship. I believe, and you can correct me, I think he went perfect. He went perfect. He did not yeah. miss anything. He made all points available he got for a five-round match. That it, is almost close to impossible. That The last time I saw that in a five-round Star Wars championship match was Demolanta versus Damon, and they both yeah. did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this he was he played amazingly this week. He I know you mainly disagree with how Kate manages him occasionally, like getting no, into I, the I, let me let me uh, address that actually because we've had conversations about that. I love the show aspect of what Kate is doing. I love that. I think it's fun. I think it shows Thomas Harper's acting ability. It gives him some fun to it. I think on the wrestling side, it's a great bit. It's a great thing. On the trivia side, I saw Kate at one point really get serious with Thomas and really work with him. And that was the moment I'm like, that's a good manager. But I didn't get to see that the whole match. I got to see it one one time and I thought, wow, if I could see that from you, Kate, in every match, every one of her players, if she was that serious, if she broke it down, if she said, you know what, I'm not going to do character, I'm going to be serious because that's what my my players need. Honestly, I think she'd be the best manager in the game. I agree with you, and I still think this this past match that she did great managing because she was she was very much keeping sure making sure that Thomas knew like, hey, you got it. Relax. You're gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Take your time if you need it. And I felt like that was really good managing. But overall, like. Again, Thomas playing, he was just like there are a lot of times when there I was thinking to myself, oh, Gold Leader could come back from this. If Thomas misses Mm-mm. one question, he could come back from this. But Thomas didn't miss. And that Gold Leader like, missed one question. And that one. cost him the entire match. Man. And it was a letter. Mm-hmm. It was it, a letter that lost him the match. We'll talk about that match later because that's our match of the week. But let's just keep again. We're focusing on the purple lightsaber Thomas Harper right now because actually let's since this is part of our 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 player of the week and our next manager is not part of the match of the week let's go ahead and dive into the match of the week yes we're okay we're diving into the match of the week which is gold leader versus Thomas Harper again a match that came down to one miss that was wow. it I mean let let's just get this out of the way both matches at the pay-per-view were both amazing that came down to like one error for both matches and this this match in particular was just it proved at least in my mind that both of these players are star wars championship material both men could play for a title i mean gold leader to me no matter what you think of gold leader gold leader is one of the best players in star wars I'll agree with you. He's 
again, he proved it against Zach Burkett this week that one mistake caught, can cost you the entire match. And then he pl- proved it this week that one mistake can cost you the entire match. And again, it was just a letter. Every other mm-hmm. time he was getting it right when I was struggling the entire time. Do you want to know how many points I had that entire match? Ooh, go ahead and tell me. Seven. Five I'm not rounds. Shocked by that statement. Five rounds. Only got seven points. <laughs> well, I'll say this before we really praise Thomas Harper, because we are gonna praise him like crazy over this. Mm-hmm. Gold Leader played an amazing match. Gold Leader will be back very quickly. I I see him in matches very soon. And honestly, the Star Wars League, due to players like Thomas Harper and Gold Leader, those guys who you can tell they love Star Wars, they put their heart and soul into it, they have made the Star Wars League some of the best matches to watch. Oh, And this 100%. is coming from a guy, this is also coming from a guy whose focus is inner geekdom. Hey, yeah. That was my bread and butter, and I'm loving the Star Wars a little bit more because you can just you can see the heart and the preparation and everything that these players do, and it's just amazing to watch. Well, I think Andrew Guy said it best during the Schmodown Throwdown. He said that both Star Wars and IG are the most competitive divisions in all of the Schmodown. You can you can say what you will about the singles division or the teams division, but this this pay-per-view proved that IG and Star Wars, if you want to make runs, you need to know your stuff. And yes. again, this match in particular showed that both men knew their stuff. Both men were able to go down to the wire. And even there was a point during the speed round where I was getting nervous for Thomas because again, it's the speed round. You got to, you got to answer quick. And he was taking his time a little bit. And there is a point where I was like, is this going to cost him? Is this really going to be the point that cost him the match? And he was still able to go, even though it seemed like he was slowing down, trying and stumbling a bit. He was able to keep his footing and keep like the momentum behind him. So if anything, I feel like whoever wins between Demolanta versus Laura Kelly you need to be aware of Thomas Harper. Yes, I agree. You need to be prepared. I, honestly, whenever those matches hit, Thomas Harper is in another league. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see how Laura Kelly reaches that next league. Because I don't think she's been playing the players that are in the next league. I would say Alex Damon is in that league. I think Andrew Demolanta is in that league. I think Thomas Harper is in that re- league. I think Gold Leader is in that league. Let's look back at Laura Kelly's last match. She went up against Molly Damon, who I think is very close to being up there in the upper tier Star Wars. It's just, again, she hasn't had a lot of luck. So right. here we are, Demolanta versus Laura Kelly. And this, again, we know one piece of the puzzle for the next Star Wars championship match. We just got to wait for the next one. Yep. All right. Let's. I feel like we've talked, basically explained everything we feel about the main match. Anything else you want to mention before we move on to our next section? All I have to say is congratulations to Thomas Harper. You 
earned this victory in gold leader, though I like to crap on all of the Finstock Exchange because uh I don't even I, know why you do it anymore. There's no point. I I don't understand either. They're <laughs> one of the few factions that truly support us. I'm not saying the other factions don't support us, but they have they, been very vocal in their support for us. Yes, like I, I you can't hate on them. I, I mean, they're gonna I wasn't fans. gonna I wasn't gonna hate on Gold Leader. I was gonna say he's a fantastic competitor and I cannot wait for his next match. I just love how our opinion has changed from our first video to now. Let's let's look at the growth. Let's look at the character arc. When the first very first video came out of when we were talking about the draft, we were saying the Finsock Exchange made the worst picks. Oh, Cut to half a year mm. later. We are midway through the season. We are midway through the year. Well, <laughs> they're getting all the TKOs. Who made the bad calls? We did. Yep, we were wrong. Also, mm -hmm. shout out to Tom, uh, Taylor Robertson because that's our weekly Taylor Robertson shout out. Weekly Taylor yeah. Robertson shout out. Marked off the checklist. All right. <laughs> Since we all talked right. about player of the week and match of the week and rookie of the week, that only leaves one more of the week left. Manager of the week, Luke. Everyone knows who we chose, but let's talk about why we chose that person. Who'd we choose? Manager of the week is Winston A. Marshall. Now you were the one that were fight that was fighting for Winston this week, and I didn't really put up a fight. The if I would have put up a fight, I would have said Sam maybe because of how he was working with Doug. But Winston, I have to agree with you was a great manager this week, making sure that Sean Drew was like in the right headspace, making sure that Sean Drew was ready for this match and showing that whatever whatever um, tension they had, which... It's gone. Us, <laughs> yeah, which I was about to say, they were saying behind the scenes stuff, and I was like, well, you and I have seen the tension that they were having. So it's like, it's hard to say behind the scenes tension that we didn't see when we saw it. But that's all gone. Yeah. They worked. They worked very well together. The only problem I had with Winston, and hmm. I feel like if Winston ever, um, if Winston would ever see this, then he would very much probably get upset with me. Was that probably. the entire time he was um, managing, he wasn't showing respect to Robert as a competitor. And I was very much thinking to myself, Winston, normally when you manage, you show some respect to your opponent or your player, your player's opponent. And that wasn't happening. Well, I think a little bit of that is due to Robert was throwing some shade at Chandra all week long. And everyone was showing, throwing shade at Chandra all week long. And... Winston, the reason why I picked him was because Winston worked with Chandru. He got him in the game because he could have, Chandru could have easily come in and lost this very easily because he just came off of a loss, a very embarrassing loss if you really think about it to his pride. And so Winston came in and said, no, I'm going to work with you. We're going to work together. I am going to do more acting in this, this one to be more like Black Panther to get you on your game, to keep you in your game. And he, like, they did the the funny, like, da dance uh, break, which 
actually was interesting to me because you actually saw not a goofy Chandru, but even in the dancing, it was a strategy Chandru. Chandru proved in this match, even though he drives me crazy with his heel work, I mean, drives me up, up the wall. He proved how good of a player he is. I would not want I would not want to play him. This, Chandru is one of the best. This was the first match. Well, I would want to play Chandru, but that's just me. I'm a I'm, I'm yeah. This was the first match where I ever looked at Chandru and said, you know what? Any hate that I throw at you, I'm willing to take it back. Mainly yeah. because of what he said at the very end. When he said when he talked about how much he respected Robert Parker and like all of that respect that he threw towards Robert. That was the first time when I was like, you know what, Chandru? You're okay. If you're willing to say that you respect Robert this much and like by the end of it, not throw any shade at, at Robert when he easily could have. Yeah, but easily, he didn't. Easily could have. But he didn't. And he was like, he's an amazing competitor. He proved it here. And like all of that at the very end, I was like, all right, Chandru. Respect is given to you because, again, he could have easily just he could have easily just thrown shade. And Winston was the person throwing most of the shade towards Robert and the dungeon. But again, like, and we will forever be in the debate of if an arachnid is an insect, <laughs> which no, all right, it's not. <laughs> well, that covers. Winston as a manager. Let's actually talk about the match. Well, we'll get to that during the recap. Well, let's go ahead and talk. We can go ahead and talk about it now, just due All to right. the fact it connects to the manager. We're already in yeah, this. And, and plus, this we'll, when we get to the recap, we won't have to worry about talking about the pay-per-view. So, right. the match was, in my opinion, very even. The time, and I know Robert says it was when he missed the first question. That's when he... Um, that's when he believed he lost the match. To me, the moment that I figured out that he lost the match was when he checked down to multiple choice. Yes, I agree. That was the moment it happened. Because they were both even. What's bad is that I knew the answer. <laughs> I knew the answer to the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 um, question. And I was like, Robert, you know this. If I know it, you know it. If I Like, again, my brain is always... If I know the answer, Robert definitely knows it because he's 10 times smarter than me. But when he <laughs> so when he went down to multiple choice, I was like, Robert, you know this. Uh-huh. So and that was again the moment that sealed the deal for most people. Because Chandru went through and he didn't go to multiple choice. Then they got to round three and they both went through it. There was a short bit before Chandru said Hurricane Clarissa that I was like. Oh, he may not know this. He may not know no, this. He knew it. I knew he knew it. I honestly I honestly feel like he didn't know it for a bit. And then when he said it the last time, he was like, okay, this is it. Because that reaction of him, of them saying that he won, that was a genuine reaction of shock yes. and disbelief. Because he was shaking. You can't fake that. No, no. He was, I loved his reaction. He was so excited Honestly, the match went well. I wish it had been a five-round match, honestly. Oh. If this was felt... a five-round match, this probably would have ended differently. Well, that's why I felt like this was not the main event. 
-hmm. I felt like the other match was the main event because it was a five-round match. This one was a three-round, so I didn't feel like it was the main event. I feel like this was the main event because of all the hype going into it. Because again, by the time we get to the by the time we got to the Star Wars finals, we didn't know who Thomas Harper's opponent was. And so like hyping up the match for like you couldn't hype it up for weeks. Whereas for this one, you could hype it up for a week. Honestly though, I felt like they hyped up the in the short amount of time they had, the gold leader Thomas Harper, and that might just because of their their Twitter interactions and our interactions mm. with them, but I just felt like that was more more reactions. You saying like our interaction with them, like don't don't remind me of that. I'm trying to be the peacekeeper here, and they're looking at me like <laughs> I'm the enemy. I'm like I didn't mean to. Anyway, hey, we did good art that week. That was fun. Yeah, we did good art. Um, but yeah, I this very much, in my opinion, was a main event level match. Like both of these matches were main event level matches, but it was Flash Gordon that um, Robert missed. It was Woodland area. I believe the Woodland Kingdom mm. or the Woodland area. Can't remember. Woodland that area. the Woodland Realm. Woodland Realm. Realm. That that was Chandru. Then going to multiple choice. That I mean I don't know what else to say because I only got six points with Chandru's questions. I got ten Ooh. points with Robert's questions. I was half of Robert. That's not good. I know. I need to study more. Um, yeah, you do. So yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else to add to this match. Do you have anything? Not really. I enjoyed it. I can't wait till Chandra's next match. Honestly, it's no, title. no. I was gonna say I was gonna root for him, but I can't because Mike. He's playing Mike, and I yeah. just have to call for Mike. I just can't not. Well, since right. we did all that great discussion, now we're gonna go into a bit of news because there was a bit of news after our show last week that was that we were unable to cover because they were still in the middle of free agency because by the time we recorded our show Finsock was on the clock by the time this week free agency is done and there is some major news Kaiser and the Dungeon have dropped Chris Jericho and John Flickinger and they've picked up David Del Rio who was previously dropped by the Den and they also picked up FCL's Gerald Bataglia. Bataglia. What do you think of this? Um, I've seen Gerald's first match in FCL. He's a really strong competitor. Again, the questions, I'll say this, and I'm ready to get attacked by all the people who love FCL. Questions are a little easier in FCL. So, like, he was able to go through them pretty easily. Um, so he's a very he's someone I can see as a strong competitor. David Del Rio again, up in the air. We don't know. John getting dropped. I'm not shocked at because again, like didn't I mention this um, when free agency first came out? I said they need to drop John Flickinger because if you're just gonna give up in the middle of your match, you yeah don't need to be on a team. And you were right with Chris Jericho. I knew. Sadly, that that proves that that was the dumbest decision in draft. I mean, it, you could say that's true, but at the same time, look at how the dungeon's been playing so far. Yeah, but they lost a, a good player that they could have had right that there. Is, again, that is also true. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any other thoughts on these bits of this bit of news? 
Not too much. I mean, we kind of assumed some of it. I mean, it's big news, but we kind of assumed a lot of it because they had to do it. I mean, they didn't mm-hmm. have a choice. Flickinger, they had to get rid of. Um, Jericho had to drop. Roxy has not tried to pick him back up, so that's been interesting. Well, again, it's like, who do you drop? Who does she drop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we can discuss that later on. Yeah, like the only person I can think of that she can drop is mainly is probably Brittany Young. The only reason why I say that is because another one of her players, like Felix, that she has, he hasn't played yet. Do you drop Brittany Young, who won against Jericho? That's a good, okay, that's a good thought. That's a good point. I mean, that's that kind of looks bad. That's a good thought. Um, okay. Well, I, I don't have anything else to say about this news unless you have anything further. We can move on to predictions. Yeah, let's move on to our next show. Next, our next area show. Of prediction. Yeah, our next show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next show. We have another show. It's called Predictions. It's in this yeah. show, but it's it seems different. Anyway, predictions for this week. We have three. I'm. I would say three big matches, in my opinion, because the winner. Well, the winner of this match that we're about to talk about goes into the number one contendership match at Collision. Yeah. This is a big yeah. match. Yeah, you're right. We have Greg Alba, two and one, one knockout, representing the Quirky Mercs versus Saul, one and one, one knockout, representing the Den. Luke, Inner Geekdom Division, who do you have and why? Saul. Saul is a beast recently. Greg Alba is a good player, but he's not the best. He's not in that next echelon like the Robert Parkers, like the even Brandon Hannah's, the those players that you're you don't want to play against greg alba is a player you you would play i mean yeah i i don't see him winning against a mike kalinowski or amara i see him losing against them but saw saw's a whole other animal right now i mean if we Saul remember is if we remember Saul's up. last match against john humphrey it was a devastating match and if we're wrong on this one, we're wrong. But I just feel like Saul's on another level. And yeah. I'm just rooting for Saul right now. Yeah, I'm 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 picking Saul as well. This could be two real rejects that Saul takes out. Because again, if he beats Greg, that's again the second real reject that he's taken out. <laughs> Which um, is funny. Yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing this match and seeing if Saul can get another knockout win against a real right. reject. Next match, Next we have match. Griffin Newman, 1-0, Finsock Exchange versus Jacoby Bancroft, 1-0, representing the Stars. I'll go first, because you went first last time. I'm picking Jacoby Bancroft. Why? Yeah. Because he's my friend, and I'm just picking him. Also, he did great against his match against Jacob London, but again, I'm picking Jacoby because he's my friend, and no matter what, I'm always going to root for Jacoby, no matter who he goes up against. I don't even care if he's going up against the Finsock Exchange and all signs point to pick the Finsock Exchange. Don't care. Jacoby for the win. <laughs> I'm not, honestly, I want to lean towards the Finstock Exchange just because of how they've been playing, how they've done. Finstock, honestly, has done a great job this year. But in saying that, I've also been the one stating that Jacoby Bancroft is the best singles player and teams player rookie this year. And so I'm going with Jacoby Bancroft. Holy crap. This is amazing. 
I well, am, I've said that. I've said that I, all year that he's one of the best players. I legitimately thought you were going to pick Griffin Newman. So no, uh, no, not this time. And for our final match, it is Lon Harris six and five, one knockout, representing Swag versus Chance Ellison four and four, one knockout, representing Corruption. Luke, you know who I have, but who do you have and yep. why? Whew, this one's a little bit more tricky. I think for this one, I'm going with Chance. Chance is coming off a loss, which could mean one of two things. He could either do really well this match or really lose this match. He's got to do better in singles. Chance is not doing well in singles for some reason. I don't know what well, singles is doing to him. Well, you, you're you're forgetting the last match that he had was against Brendan Meyer, and he won. Well, in singles, but remember, he lost and interdicted True. So, he is coming off of a loss, and that matters, especially on your pride. Well, again, you knew who I was picking. I was picking Chance going into this because, again, I think Chance is going to be a very focused, um, is a very focused player right now, and he's very much wanting, even even coming off of a loss against Robert Parker, he, he can easily shift his focus to singles. And, again, he's already focusing on singles when he's focusing on teams. And he's focusing on teams right now because he's got a title match coming at Collision. So that's very much something that he's focusing on. And I nothing against Lon, because Lon had a great last match. But Chance is who I'm picking. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right. Now that that is said and done, let's move on to our final section. And that is match recaps. Yes, the match recaps. There, since we already talked about the Schmodown Throwdown, we won't have to worry about talking about that again. This first match we're probably going to go through in a breeze because it's Zach Burkett losing to Gold Leader, which Gold Leader's victory would lead him to the tournament finals against Thomas Harper. The Again, the only major thing I have to say about this is that one check down. I think Zach checked down. Yeah, he checked down in multiple choice in round two. That one thing cost him. Yeah, yeah. Because Gold Leader went perfect. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, Gold Leader's a great player. I yeah. I hate that. I hate he lost, but I also was very happy that Thomas won. It's really hard to go against Thomas because, honestly, he's become my favorite Star Wars competitor, just in general. I mean, I just really enjoy watching him play. What slowly so, begins... What slowly started out as us talking about Zach Burkett versus Gold Leader went back to talking about Gold Leader versus Thomas Harper. That's how good of a match they were. But mm-hmm. no, Gold Leader is a great competitor. I felt like the match went really well. He played great. I mean, he's just getting better and better every time he plays, and you're going to see him in a match very soon, especially in probably the next Star Wars tournament. I can see I that. Think- I think Finstock getting gold leader was the smart one of the smartest moves Finstock did. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the next match. Yes, it is Clee Wiggins yeah. defeating Sabrina Ramirez via knockout. Yeah. So this match was a match. And when I say it yeah. was a match, I mean it was a match that I was excited about, but then as it started happening, my excitement went away. And then when the yeah. knockout happened, I was like, well, then. That's something. Can I just say, I think 
Like when it just comes to knockout losses, Quirky Mercs are the is the only faction they have them. Yep. Well, let's go ahead and say this. We picked Sabrina Ramirez last week because I really I believe in her and I still do. I actually do. But in saying that, Sabrina needs some work. And I don't know if that's an FCL work or another manager. I could well let's look at her manager so far. She's had Gucci. That didn't work. She's having Koi. I think Koi's working a little bit better because Koi's getting her to embrace like, hey, you need to have fun as well instead of just focusing always on winning. So that's helped her a little bit with her mentality going into matches. That being said, I'm looking at all the other match, uh, all the other managers as well. I don't know what they would need to do. I know which manager she would need. Are you going to say Roxy? Nope. Who? Corruption. I don't know. See, I was thinking that too, but at the same time, I don't know. The reason I say that is, if you look at some of her promo work with Brandon Hanna, that they have great, well, I mean, they're dating, but great chemistry on the heel work. They have great chemistry. And I think their heel work is awesome. And she can't really do that with Koi. Koi's mm-hmm. not a heel. That's not his character. And so I think she needs that edge. And the only real the only real heel faction at the moment I'm gonna call corruption. I I have to disagree with you on that. Wait, what's what's you the know, other one? You know Fence Like Exchange is a heel faction. Sort of, but this no, year they, though No, they are. I don't if you look know. at all of their players combined, they're a heel faction. Yeah, Brother Lomas got, and Rick Radis alone. I think they've got an edge. I don't know if they're heels no, yet. I consider, I say Corruption has more of an edge and they're less heel. Yeah. Well, we're looking at Mike with edge, but Shannon is such a heel and I love it. I don't even see her as a heel. I do. I see Shannon as a heel and a heartbeat. But, but yeah, like this was this was a tough, tough, tough loss for Sabrina. I don't know because I don't know if Christian and FCL have been in talks about this. I don't know if there's a certain point of if you have a negative record, like how many matches you need to have in a negative record before you're like basically forced to go to FCL. Because right now Mm Sabrina is 0-2. Yeah, I just think she just needs some work. I think she's a great competitor. I just think they're... There's just something missing. There's some work there that just needs to be done. But I don't know. We'll see what happens in our next match. And I'm curious, again, I ask about the negative record thing because I wonder if Christian and Brad are going to have a talk about this and say, like, hey, if the players in the Schmodown go, like, 0-5, like have an 0-5 record, they're going straight to FCL to get some mm-hmm. work done. Because if you if you have an 0-5 record in the Smowdown, or even an 0-4 record, it's going to take a while for you to get back yeah. to the you're, graces. You're not wrong. Yeah. So, in saying that, let's move on to the final match of the week. Yes, the, the final match. Chris Van Fleet. This was a fun match to watch. Honestly, yes. the entire time, I was just having fun. And Chris Van Fleet's voice 
is as smooth as butter. And his trophies are as smooth as ice. Sure, why not? We'll use that analogy. I don't know if that <laughs> analogy is a true and existent analogy, but sure, why not? Why not? We just made an analogy. Smooth as ice. There's a cold as ice, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Chris Van Fleet has a lot of awards. He has so many. Yes, Emmys. he made me sad on inside. <laughs> I I debated on trying to find um come on today's match with some trophies and stuff, and then I realized I didn't have any, and I got sad. Uh, I'm just gonna um. Um, watch my medal then. What medal was that? My salutatorian medal. I was the second smartest in my middle school class. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. But only the second, not the first. And in middle school, <laughs> not even high school. There's a low All bar right. in my middle school. But anyway, this match was so much fun to watch there were a lot of times when i was like oh yeah this match is over now and it wasn't I'm like what like especially during sudden death there were two questions it was like oh it's over and it wasn't so you know who who i was the most impressed with in this match who andrew guy hey andrew guy andrew guy Honestly, is such a he's... cool guy he is he's doing some so well as a commentator i i'm loving him yeah he's doing so great do you have anything else to add to this match <laughs> not really i mean this was more of a easier match we have the reactions on the channel now yeah so that's why we don't have to go as in depth because you've already done it on our yeah. reactions if you want to if you want to watch those reactions again they're on the youtube channel you can go to the schmodown reacts it's the schmodown reactions playlist right reacts smoke galaxy geeks react yes we and that's what they're titled for the playlist maybe i don't know maybe look <laughs> uh, uh uno momento por favor i'll as, check it keep talking oh but i well i was just about to um outro this video because that was the last match to talk about so that's been the show that was, I think we had a great show. That's just me personally. Yeah, Schmodown Reactions. That's the channel. Schmodown right? Reactions. That is the name of the playlist. If you want to watch all the reactions to all these matches that we had, besides the Schmodown Throwdown, the Schmodown Throwdown Reactions will be going up the day of? Or a little yes. bit? Or the next day? The next day. Matches, I wish we could do sooner, but we can. you can only do so much with work. Yeah, but... But we're doing it the next day after after the day after the matches go public. There, words are finally out there. Currently, or as of right now, the John Roca Ben Bateman match should be live to the audience. You should all be able to go watch it and see my lovely face play along with John Roca and Ben Bateman. Other than that, look out this week for art by our lovely luke stuttered luke where can they find that art again at the galaxy geeks instagram and the twitter and the facebook because i have problems on releasing it everywhere even on the twitter yeah he has a he has a very bad problem but with that out of the way i have been your host elon mckeg I've been joined by my co-host, Luke Stuttered, and I hope you all have a great rest of the day. All right. Bye, buddy.